welcome to the 18th episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. My name is Molly, and today I have three questions. Our first question is from Alyssa. She wants to know about the noises dolphins make. Over to Alyssa. Hello, I'm Alyssa. I'm five. I like gymnastics and cupcakes and swimming. My question is, how do dolphins squeak? Thank you. That is a great question, Alyssa. I love dolphins and swimming too. Once, when I was on holiday in Kenya, I jumped into the sea, which was full of dolphins, and I swam around and round in the water with a baby dolphin. It was such brilliant fun. It looked me right in the eyes. Although when I got back into the boat, I got so seasick from all that swimming around, I threw up, which wasn't that fun. To answer your question, I've got Travis from the Natural History Museum in London. He knows all about dolphins. Over to Travis. Hi, Alyssa. Uh, Thank you so much for your great question. Uh, My name's Travis, and I actually study dolphins at the Natural History Museum in London. So I think, well, I hope I can answer your question. Now, how do dolphins squeak? Now, what they do is very different to what you or I would do if we tried to squeak. We would try and make noises using the vocal cords in our throat. Actually, dolphins make squeaks using bits of their body actually in their forehead. So what they do is when they take a breath through the blowhole in the top of their head, they actually store some of that air in little sacks just in the head. And when they want to make a squeak or a click or whatever other type of noise they make, they actually take the air from those sacks and force it through a little pair of lips. And it's the exact same principle as what you would do if you went with your lips except the lips in a dolphin's head are much smaller and therefore make a much higher pitched noise like a squeak or a click. And that is how they do it. And then the sound goes out through the big bulge in their forehead and out into the surrounding environment. And then they can actually then hear that. And that is how the dolphin squeaks. Thanks, Alyssa. Thanks so much, Travis. I had no idea that dolphins squeak, click and call through their foreheads. I'm so pleased to know that. Dolphins are very talkative and each one has its own unique sound, just like we all sound different when we talk. They can also do impressions of other dolphins like we can, and they pretend to be one of their friends or family to get their attention. Did you know that when dolphins are looking for food amongst sharp coral, they sometimes put pieces of sponge that grows in the sea onto their noses or snouts so that they don't scrape their snout as they swim. Dolphins also shed their outer layer of skin every two hours. This is to keep their bodies streamlined in the water, which is why if you've ever touched a dolphin, you'll have felt their skin is really, really smooth. I hope that answers your question, Alyssa. If you have a question you would like answered on everything under the sun, just ask an adult to let you use their smartphone and record yourself saying your name, your age, a bit about yourself, and then ask me the question. And email it into me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Our next question is about whistles as well. But it's not about whistles from a dolphin in the ocean this time. It's from a person on a football pitch. And it comes from Walter. Over to Walter. Hi, my name is Walter. I'm six years old. And I like football, and I want to know how a referee's um, whistle works. Thank you. 
Hi, Walter. That's a great question. While I'm not a great expert about football, I did write about Pele's football shirt in my book, Wonders of the World's Museums, because you can see it on show at the Museum of Football in Brazil. I decided to ask the help of a real football expert and a writer called Alex Belos. Alex writes books for kids about seeing the world through football called Football School. So I thought he would be perfect to answer Walter's question. Over to Alex. Hi, Walter. What a good question. I'm Alex Bellos and I'm the author of Football School, a series of books that explain the world through football. To explain how a whistle works, I want you to first think about what air is. Now, you can't see air, so you might think that there's nothing to air. But actually, air is made up of trillions and trillions of tiny molecules all bouncing around. You can't see them, but they're there. Now to the referee's whistle. It's got a hole you blow in, and it's got a hole that the air comes out. When you blow into a whistle, what's happening is that you are creating a jet stream of air containing trillions of these molecules and firing the stream into a tiny space. The stream will go round the chamber of the whistle, double back on itself, hit the incoming stream of air, and then squeeze out the hole. Now, all this crashing and squeezing of molecules causes the air to whirl uncontrollably, causing the molecules to form what's like mini tornadoes that together emit a high-pitched sound. It's as if all these air molecules are screaming, let me out! The phenomenon of air making a noise when it blows through a small hole is seen in many other places in uh, daily life, such as the screech of a boiling kettle or in wind instruments like the flute. Thanks again for your question, Walter. I hope I answered it. Peep, peep. Thanks, Alex. Now we know all about how a football referee's whistle works. I hope that answers your question, Walter. If you would like to win a signed copy of Alex's book, Football School Season 1, where football explains the world, all you have to do is an impression of what you shout when you've scored a goal. In football, in netball, in hockey, in whatever sport you like. Just send me yourself or your friend shouting, Go! Ask an adult to record you shouting it and send it in to me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. I'll announce the winner next week and the winner will have a copy of Alex's book, Football School, landing in their home very soon. Our final question comes from Matilda and it's about giraffes. Hi, Matilda. Hello, my name is Matilda. I am five years old. I loved hearing why rainbows are so colourful. This is my question. Why do giraffes have long necks? Well, Matilda, that is a very good question. You might think giraffes have grown long necks over the centuries so that they can reach and eat leaves on tall trees. And this, of course, could be one of the reasons, as well as it's very useful for giraffes to be able to see long distances without things in the way. But there's also another reason. If you close your eyes and picture a giraffe, you're probably imagining a beautiful, graceful creature. But, in fact, giraffes can be really aggressive, and the males use their necks to fight. A long neck means you can get a really long swing and bash your head into another male giraffe. Male giraffes fight one another by doing something called necking, where they lock their necks together and wrestle, like you might do an arm wrestle to see who is stronger. And they bash their heads into one another so strongly that they can knock over or even kill another giraffe with a swing of their long neck and a good head bash. Did you know that a giraffe's head has five skin-covered horns on it called ossicone, which you spell O-S-S-I-C-O-N-E-S? 
These horns can do quite a lot of damage when whacking another giraffe after a big swing. So the stronger a giraffe's neck, the more likely it is to win a fight against another giraffe. And the more attractive they appear to lady giraffes. Giraffes are the world's tallest animal and need lots of help to pump blood up to their heads. They have very big hearts that pump really fast to do this. And they have very thick, tight skin on their legs, which is like wearing special thick tights so they don't get swollen legs. As they walk along, the movement pumps the blood back up into their body. Giraffes have really long legs and so when they drink water from a watering hole, they have to splay their legs so that their head can reach the ground, even with their long necks. This is the time when they sometimes get attacked by lions because they're very vulnerable in this splayed leg position. Lions are the only real predators for giraffes. Giraffes also have interesting tongues. They're bluey black in colour to protect them from getting sunburnt and they're very long so giraffes can even use them to clean their own ears. Giraffes like eating a leaf called acacia which has got thorns on its branches. The saliva on their tongue is really thick and full of antiseptic so the tongue doesn't get affected if it gets cut by the thorns. The saliva also coats the thorns so well that they come out the other end of a giraffe in their original form without having scratched the giraffe's insides. There are nine subspecies of giraffe, with Kenya being the only country that has got three giraffe subspecies. The Maasai, the Reticulated and the Rothschild giraffe. You can tell all the different types of subspecies of giraffe apart by the different patterns on their coat. I hope that answers your question, Matilda. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to Travis from the Natural History Museum for telling us all about how dolphins squeak. To Alex Bellos for his answer about a football referee's whistle and a copy of his book, Football School. And to Alyssa, Walter and Matilda for this week's brilliant questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and audio networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. If you have a question you would like answered, do send it in. There's information about how to do that on the show's website, everythingundersun.co.uk. If you and your family enjoy the podcast, please do subscribe, rate it and give it a really lovely review. It really does help. I'll be back next week answering more questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Wishing you all a very, very happy week. Thank you and goodbye. Bye.